Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Not the music you were expecting? Know what you're getting into with your music and your internet. Straight Up Internet is $50 all in. No hidden fees. And like this music, you can even pause it. Straight Up Internet. Know what you're getting into. No shirt, no shoes, no problem. We have free sunscreen at Wet n Wild Las Vegas, your local neighborhood desert oasis. It's all you can scream, all you can slide at Wet n Wild, home of the endless summer. Check out our new food items, including funnel cakes and fresh salads. The often imitated, never duplicated OG water park of the Vegas Valley. Wet n Wild, we are summer. What was it like coming into this league under the guidance of Mario Lemieux? Uh, I just feel pretty lucky. You know, I think, uh, you know, there's so many things that you need to learn and go through. Um, it's nice to, you know, to have somebody who's been through so many of those things and more and, um, you know, to, to be the person that he is and, and to learn from someone like that. I don't think you really could get it better. Uh, you know, ticket, yeah, I mean, you're, <laughs> I'm lucky. So I was, I was lucky to come in when I did. Welcome to the Dr. Hockey Podcast. I'm Dr. Jay Calvert. Joining me via Skype is Dr. Jason Berkeley. Jason, we're fresh back from Vegas. How are you doing? Well, I didn't come home wearing a barrel, so at least that was a good sign. (laughs) That's Um, true. uh, No, that was a pretty intense experience that I'm still having to kind of digest seeing all these all these uh players and just the the bombardment of the senses of just you know what to do and what to say and uh it was pretty intense i was uh on high energy mode so for those of you that don't know jason berkeley and i went to the nhl awards as media for the red carpet at the award show. So we were on the red carpet with our microphones and cameraman and Shahab, our uh, you know faithful uh, PR guy and, and uh, part-time producer for the podcast. And uh, we met and chatted with uh, the nominees and coaches and, and actors the, the and host, you know, race Ian drivers. Thompson and and it, it was totally insane. And actually, if anybody's when anybody gets a chance to watch the videos or sees pictures, I have to formally apologize for my hair. It was a horrible bad day, and as I mentioned, I think my head was in a Cuisinart before I went down there. I don't know what happened. I got skin patches. I don't know what's going on in those pictures. I, I had no idea. Nobody told me. Well, you know, it's interesting when you said my head looks like went in the Cuisinart. I was like, that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened. I, I got off the plane. I thought I was fine. I, I thought my friends, you know, you and Shab might have said something like, hey, you know, you should fix your hair or something. I wasn't looking at your hair. First of all, you got to realize your hair is about a foot over me. So I, oh. can't, I can't see up that high. So the fact that you have Cuisinart head was not, not on my radar screen. Every picture was worse and worse. I don't know what the hell happened. No wonder <laughs> Joe Thornton ran past me and Patrick Kane wouldn't talk to us. Uh, I mean, they were they ran past everybody. Like that tall guy has the mange. Get away from him. Well, we did talk to a lot of people, though, despite your hairstyle. Um, yeah. You know, we got to meet with Nikita Kucherov. With, we did. I mean, with Ben Bishop and Victor Hedman. And... Oh, wait, wait, back up on the Ben Bishop thing. I got to say, 
<laughs> I know we it's talked coming to Nikita Kucherov. Oh yeah, we talked to Nikita Kucherov. It was a great interview. We actually met his agent Dan Milstein, yep. who was a very nice guy. Also Pavel Dotsuks and other Russian player uh, and other players. Uh, agent, very very nice guy. And uh, we were kind of in a, a bit of a lull, waiting for the next player. And Shahab goes, "Oh, quick, back there, it's Ben Bishop." So I turn around reflexively and yell, "Ben!" And it was only Kucherov was there. And he goes, no, no, he's coming. He's coming. And I'm like, Shahab, you basically just had me call Nikita Kucherov Ben Bishop. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. I mean, Ben Bishop doesn't even look like Nikita no, Kucherov. They're not even foot, close. About a foot taller. He's a foot taller than Kucherov. He's not Russian. Nope, not at all. I, I no, don't ben know what Shahab not. was thinking. And he totally misled me. And I, like an idiot, I turned around and yelled, hey, Ben. <laughs> So, Nikita Kucherov, if you happen to be listening, I sincerely apologize. I may be the only person on this planet other than Shahab who inadvertently confused you for Ben Bishop at the moment, which was <laughs> – uh, probably I, happens it, all the it, time. Because it, it was slow motion. I looked back and said, Ben <laughs> As the words came out of my mouth, I realized, what the hell are you saying? That's not even him remotely. Not even close. Not no. Not even close, but it was Nikita Kucherov, and he is amazing. Then he told us that Mark Stone was coming up next. It was actually Simon Pagano, the, the yeah. Indy 500 driver. Yeah. That again, was, Mark again. Stone doesn't look anything <laughs> not like even remotely not even like close. him. <laughs> not even there's not even a uh, nope, not even a resemblance. I don't know if Shahab was on acid or what was going on. No, but, but that you know was, what uh... though? The other thing is, is Stone doesn't have a French accent. No, that too. That would have probably given it away right away. But, right. <laughs> or nor, nor does he carry a yellow uh, Indy 500 helmet with him, I That's think. That's true. That's right. Absolutely. Simon Pagano did have. So, and uh, who happened to be a very nice guy. And we talked about racing, which was even more fascinating. But, I mean, it literally was like being at a tennis match where your head's going to the left, to the right, trying to see who's there, who's there. I mean, we had Gary Bettman, who was cordial enough to come over and talk to us, commissioner. Uh, told we me had a hockey face. <laughs> well, I don't know where you got that from. And you tried to drag me into this whole thing, too. I, I did. I, I was, got you in there. It was good. I, stood, I, I was standing as far away as I could when you made that comment. <laughs> um, then we had uh, Sidney Crosby, which was great. Um, you know, really pleasure meeting him. And you, uh, you, you had to lay on at that 2009 Cup. And wait, you, you led me into that. And when, you, when everyone sees how it went down, they'll see that you basically led him down that road. And I was the only exit on that road. The other part so, of that though, was that he cracked up about it. That was, that was my favorite he was, part. He was like, he was Oh yeah, laughing. I did. Yeah. He was laughing and <laughs> I, I was lamenting it and it brought right back to that moment. And he was, he just was he like was, laying it on thick. He's like, yeah. yeah, I did ruin that for you. I got it. <laughs> yeah, he, he wasn't an ounce of, ounce of remorse in that voice, but Not that's even okay. Close. He was, he uh, was all over it. We had Keenan Thompson, who was great. We talked to him for about 10 minutes actually. And, Really, really nice guy. So you'll you'll see all the all the excitement that we have once it's all uh, ready to go. And actually, I think the podcast is going to be coming out of the audio coming out very, very soon. And then we'll have the video. So yeah, that's know, we, we got to cut that up though because it's it, it's so many interviews, and you know it's just like you can't even like digest it all in one shot. I think what we'll do, you know, just for the listeners. Oh, um, by the way, Nick Foligno. That oh, was, he was that great. was one of the highlights. Yeah, he was such a cool guy. Uh, was really uh, was laughing. It was just was a really really a fun interview with him. We had Victor Hedman, a lot bigger than I expected. I, giant I didn't guy. expect giant guy. Um, we had Brett Burns, who is very nice but just as scary in person. 
<laughs> he is he's uh, a he's a mountain of a man, isn't he? Yeah, he's just, just, just a giant person. As they said in Christmas Vacation, a bulging man. I mean, just <laughs> really uh, not the kind of guy. That, I mean, the kind of guy you'd want to obviously have on your side. And I would definitely be kind of afraid to play against him. I mean, frankly, just. You know he's 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 a beast out there, but just you know was really open with answering questions. We we talked about Carlson and all that. That was a really a great, you know such such a real nice guy that he was. Uh, I was very appreciative of his interview. So you know um, Mark Messier. I mean come on, uh, uh, legend. He was actually getting like like he said he was getting goosebumps talking about the '94 Cup. Well, because I had asked him, I said to him of of all the multiple cups you've won. Is there one that really stands out? And he kind of was, you know, hedging a bit, whatever else. And Jay, you kind of pulled it out of him in a, in a sense. And you know, I broke into a cold sweat because I'm thinking to myself, "Oh my God, I'm talking to Mark Messier." And, I mean, it was nuts. That was yeah, just, it was reality, just so fun. Reality of Connor McDavid, which was fantastic because you actually admitted to him that you bet against him in the stake. I did. Bet. I did. I told my I owe Kevin Connolly a, a, a steak dinner and a steak to go. Because he not only did he get a hundred points, but he went way past it. And uh, I, I told him it was not because of you. Obviously, I think he's the best player that's on the ice. But I said, you know, your team wasn't supportive, and I thought it was going to be hard for you to get a hundred points without a supportive team. Oh, you he, obviously he, were clear that you didn't need it. He shot you a look like he's about to yank your sport coat over your head and start giving you a couple of haymakers. I thought he might do that. I, I, so you you did say that there was like seven to three odds that I was the most likely to get punched on the red carpet. It wasn't actually. I looked at him and I said, "I bet, I bet with you." <laughs> he was a good man. He was so, cool. Yeah, he hung was, out even after that, yeah. which was fun. Although I did not notice at the time, and I guess people were commenting afterwards, he was apparently wearing skate laces for a belt, which I thought was pretty ingenious. I didn't notice that. I didn't I notice that after the picture. I was looking at his face. I didn't. I didn't what? sit there and evaluate the outfit. Yeah, this was not uh, like an E, uh, you know, Emmys, uh, you know, red carpet type thing, of course. We're not talking about like, so what are you wearing? Uh, you no, know, that's not uh, how you ask it, Jason. You say, who no. are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Sorry. Yeah, he wasn't going to say, you know, CCM skate laces. No, I, <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> but what a, what a real real nice guy down to earth and was very open to answering questions and just a real pleasure to talk to. I mean, you know, you're literally face to face with the greatest talent on ice. Yeah, uh, I mean, we, anywhere in the world, and for that matter, I mean, it's a uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty amazing experience. I liked how you were, were, you know, chiseling in to see whether or not Pavel Dadzuk's on his way back to the NHL. That was good. Well, in, in all honesty, Dan Milstein, who we had, what would happen was we were talking to um, Kucherov, and we had discussed and asked him about the if he had seen the Russian Five, and he was talking about yes, he had, and the whole thing, and then. We heard well, someone he laughed because he, he, yeah yeah because he was like yeah of course I've seen it because it's because of Milstein right and then and then all of a sudden his voice says I've seen it too and we look over and there was another gentleman standing right next to uh, Kucherov and he said well I had to have seen it because I produced it and it <laughs> comes to me a second to say wait you're Dan Milstein and it was like this whole thing like yes I am so you'll see the interview but I did ask him and I said you know what do we what's it going to take to get Pavel Datsuk back to the wings finished out his career and he said that he has just signed a one-year deal with his hometown team and i was really disappointed i said oh i wish i could have seen him and play in a winged wheel again and he said well you never say never but well um, he's 42 uh well, 40, well, 41 41 yes, so he would be 42, 42 when he would have to sign back with the uh hey, red wings uh what's his name um um yager yes thank you yager played to what he was 45 46 i mean 46 
Gordy yep. played till he was 52. I mean, come on. It's possible. I mean, it's you possible. Well, I mean, he may not be as fast as he used to be, but he could, you know, dig the hell out of somebody, break some ankles out there. So, you know, why not? Well, I, I want to circle back to Nick Felino because, he, you know, he's an awesome player. And look at the, uh, you know, the Blue Jackets, you know, <laughs> did so great this year in the playoffs. I mean, they, they, they A, made the playoffs. B, they beat Washington. Uh, they... You know they're just they're they're a hot team, and I was asking him about uh, you know playing with Seth Jones, you know who's been on the podcast, and uh, you know he he said you got to not take him for granted because of all the great things that he does, but that that is one superior defenseman, and you know he he just had a lot of good things to say about everybody on that team, and I think I think the Jackets are are definitely on on an upswing at this point, and you know Felino is a big part of it. He's a great captain, and absolutely just an inspiring guy to talk to. Uh, we had uh, Coach Berube. That, oh, that uh, was awesome. That was, <laughs> that was... Uh, really good. I, I think we said that. I think you said about that the team had about 12, 15 different Berubis on the ice at all at any given time. It was that was uh, that uh, you know influential out there on the ice. But and uh, the other highlight for me was Willie O'Ree. Uh, we got to see him. Right. He, he had a great line because we said to him, you know, boy, this is you know what an honor to meet you and everything else, and this is going to be a great honor tonight, and you have your new award that's in your name and he said i'm just glad to be alive to here to see it so <laughs> he keeps you know, cranking man he's he's yeah. going nowhere that guy is he's a master and he, you know he is if you will the jackie robinson of the, of the nhl and you know uh, a legend and uh i was talking to a few of my friends earlier today they had never heard of him and i said you know you look him up because he he needs he, he deserves the respect well you know you got to think about you know, at the time that Willie O'Ree started into the NHL, I mean, it, yeah, it, it was <laughs> such a different time. And uh, it was 1958, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, amazing. He's, yeah, he's and he was blind in right eye. In his right eye, he's blind. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, that was from uh, I think a fight or a puck that he, uh, that he took to the head. Um, that, that was back uh, before he started playing. So yeah, not before he got to the NHL, it had happened. So and he covered he covered it up. Yeah, Stone Stone was great too. Yeah. I mean, we had uh, God. I mean, it was just dude. Dude, you and I were we we were just sitting there doing everything we could to make those interviews count. And I think it, I think they went really well. I'm excited to get uh, the media is going to be you know up on a on a link. Um, we'll we'll put out little uh, snippets, and I think we'll probably cut up each interview into its own YouTube uh, video. And I got to meet uh, Bob McKenzie. So yeah. who I'm hoping comes on the podcast. That would be a real, real incredible moment. Well, he will. I'm sure he will. Um, yeah, and we saw Alexa Lemieux and and uh, yep, uh, the young Robitaille. 